back i am eric he is paul we are rotund and this is the fat pack broadcast brought to you by top shelf breaks yes man top shelf breaks coming through in a big way for sure i love that they are our exclusive official first sponsor that is so cool man of the show that is so amazing cool. it's, it's i mean they're on top of their game there chris is chris is the chief break officer of of many of cbo he's a cbo of tsb and uh uh, it's it's a natural fit. Mm-hmm. It's a and it's a perfect it's fit nat- too. Natural fit. No, he's not like us. No, he's a very skinny. He, he's a skinny dude. dude. Yeah, he's just not like <laughs> he's, us at all. He's a skinny dude. But uh, just throwing that out there, I don't uh, want people to think that there's a third fat <laughs> out there. This it's a natural fit, man. He's he's helped us out with so much with our like with our intro stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he. I don't know if if you guys were lucky enough to get a card at the national. Uh, that was all Chris Keller. Yep. Um, just just so much stuff like that. And he's so easy to talk to when he comes on. It's it's just a conversation. It is. is really all it is. So um, I really want I really want to say uh, thank you and a big shout out to uh, Chris Keller for uh, partnering with us. Uh, Top Shelf Breaks, the whole Top Shelf Breaks crew. Uh, man, we look forward to the continued success of um, of Top Shelf Breaks and and the Fat Packs. Absolutely. I, I think Super pumped. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, again, I want to. I want to direct you towards Top Shelf Breaks because he's got a lot of breaks going on right now. A fantasy, a fantasy break that His is fantasy breaks are so cool, so awesome, man. so cool, They're so awesome. The way he's got it broken down, like I haven't seen anybody else really do it like that. So yeah, definitely check those out. Check them out uh, and big football breaks this weekend. Yes, big mega huge football breaks this weekend. So please go get involved with that with the with the NFL season kicking off. Tell them we sent you. Yeah, tell yeah tell them the Fat Pack sent you. Tell you them. you never know that might actually help you in this situation. It could. It might so, help a lot of things. I yeah. don't know what it's going to help you, but it might help the randomizer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it might. It might. All right. Uh, again, just thank you, Chris. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we look forward to the, the continuing success of uh, both of our our entities and uh, go in the future. So, um, I want to say that this is pretty freaking awesome, man. Dude, we're in Vegas. We're in Vegas. We but found a buffet immediately. We did. We did. <laughs> so we did. That that, that was, was sweet. amazing. Um, and Horrible then, plane ride, though. You know, the plane ride wasn't the best. The plane ride was tough. We tried. We tried to put the yep. two fat guys on the outside thinking no one's going to sit in the middle. Right. Dude, the set in the middle. He oh, just moved a lot. Man, like He, he was a, he was a mover. time, man. He was a mover. Elbows I and I knees. And, oh, I would have took a screaming kid over the mover. No, I wouldn't have done that. No? No, I wouldn't have done that. No, I left done? mine at home. <laughs> so this is, the, this is the strategy that Paul and I had. We, we took... We took an exit row seat. Extra row seat. Get the little extra extra leg room. For extra leg room. Yeah, you yep. know. Uh, outside at the outside seat. So I had yep. the window. Yep, I had and, the aisle. And, uh, Paul had the aisle, and we were looking good. Like like they were getting ready to shut Dude, the door. He was like the second to last guy to yeah. get on the plane. Yeah, 
they they were getting ready to shut the door. We there were looking other good. Empty seats on the plane. We were making it, and then uh, this gentleman. I I don't want to. I don't know his name. Don't know his name. Yeah. And I don't want to insult uh, anybody. No. Nope. But this gentleman comes and and he sits down right between us. And he was restless. And he was restless. I don't know if he was. Maybe he was scared. He was sitting between. Like he was a fat pack sandwich at that point in time. That's true. Maybe they were intimidated. And maybe that might might have been it. I saw him, I saw him texting somebody. He was uh, texting in, a, in, a, in another language, so he was probably like, "Hey, if I don't make it, it's, yeah, <laughs> I don't make it. it's probably because I got squished between these two guys." But uh, that's awesome. The the plane ride wasn't all that great, but we got here. We found ourselves a buffet, and now we are at Clark Toys up on the second floor of a hard to find building. <laughs> We're here, and uh, but it's so worth. It's so, so worth, worth it. it. I can't wait to take some uh, take some pictures for you guys to see this stuff. This is absolutely uh, just stunning. I it's it's I'm like a kid in a candy store. I mean, your eyes I saw your eyes. Your eyes lit up when you walked in. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, absolutely. this is pr- this is really awesome. This for is sure. really awesome. If you guys haven't checked out Clark Toys, please do so. They are uh, on social media at just that clarktoys.com. You can find them on uh, you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can go to their their website as well and check out the uh, the many amazing exclusives they have. Yep. Um, and, we're, and we're getting ready to sit down with them and have a great conversation. We're going to sit down and have a great conversation. Uh, Justin, their their VP of operations, and then. Um, their their managing partner who is uh he's gonna be joining us from the phone mm-hmm. because uh he's he's got some family business to take care of but but both of those guys will be with us and uh it's just gonna be a great interview we we, we sent him over the prep questions and he was like yeah man these are great we can get a great show out of this and i was like i know we can i i came up with the questions <laughs> so is that how you got famous <laughs> no that's not how i got famous but that's a good callback thank you for doing that you that's, like that that's good stuff. that's very awesome that's how i get my famous yeah, that's, that's how i get so, my famous <laughs> that's so awesome all right oh, so uh this is what we're gonna do we're gonna take a very quick break and then we're going to come back on the other side of that with an amazing interview. I promise you, you won't you won't want to miss this because if you're if you're a toys collector or a figures collector, or an action figures collector, whatever you want to call yourself, this is the place to be right now for sure. So while we take this break, mm-hmm. go jump in a break real quick, a top shelf break. Yeah, do that. Do it. It's real fast, real do, quick. Do that. All right. All right, guys. Uh, are you in? You got to click it to hit it. Yeah, click it to hit it. All right, man. There you go. I like it. We'll be right back. Hi guys, my name is Mike Fruman. I own Colorado's best card shop, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and uh, joining us as advertised, we are live in Las Vegas, just off the Strip, mm-hmm. at Clark Toys, and uh, we are joined by Travis. The uh, is it is it fair to call him the owner operator? Managing partner, managing yeah. partner, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> and Justin, the VPs of, of operations. We got a quick tour of this place before we, we jumped on the air here. And Paul, is it fair to say that this place is simply amazing? I, I can't really focus right now. <laughs> I'm like too busy looking at the walls and stuff, man. There's just stuff everywhere, and I feel like I'm like 12 years old. So I'm loving it. It's uh, it's very very impressive. Uh, Thank you first, both of you guys, for having us out. This is this is awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming. We got we got in a we got in a day early. We had nothing to do, and uh, you reached out to me a couple weeks ago, Justin, and and wanted to set this up. And I'm glad we did because you know, 15 minutes in here, I'm I'm feeling like a kid again. And uh, this is where you get to work every day. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a unique thing, and I appreciate you guys coming out. Really appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let's start with uh, how long how long has Clark Toys been around, and and how did they get it start? Trey, want to answer this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we launched the website in, in 2002, and basically uh, uh, one of my business partners, Clint, uh, we had been 
buying and selling figurines um, starting in 88 with, with starting lineups. So we were doing uh, card shows, and, and when kind of during the card boom, really, uh, me and him would set up at a show, and we'd be the only ones with, with figurines. Everybody else would have the cards, and it seemed like everybody else had all the same cards. You know, they had all the Fleer Ultra and all the stuff that was hot. Everybody had the same stuff, but we were the two guys with the figurines. So we started getting the other figurine collectors, you know, knew we were going to be there, started coming to the show. And um, so we were buying and selling all the time. But then I went to college and had a full-time job, and uh, the market started to wind down a little bit. Me and Clint actually had gone to all six Midwest starting lineup conventions, actually, in Cincinnati. And uh, not, not setting up, just attending and buying and then taking product back to, to sell at shows. So that was that was our start in buying and selling, and it was always figurine uh, heavy oriented. And then uh, I'd say uh, the market was winding down, but then McFarland got all four licenses and their quality, as you can can see in the office there, and uh, the quality was amazing. So we were blown away, and we knew we had to get back get back into business. So uh, we at that point it made sense to to launch the website and and get a direct account with McFarland, and then. We were off and running, and then uh, the the hobby really took off for two or three years there. And you know, we were really focused on McFarland, so that was uh, we gained a lot of early loyal customers during when it was hot, and you know, have stayed sports heavy and focused, and have rode it out since. That's fantastic, man. I mean, that's cool to be able to to, to be able to, to to be with the ups and downs of the market, and then have a product come out like that, and just really have it take off. So, would you contribute McFarland to kind of, I guess, where you are today? Then, kind of, in, in some in some roundabout way, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's been a huge part of it, and then starting, um, you know, in the later on in the hobby, in two thousand nine, we started doing exclusives. So, even as the hobby had cooled a little bit, we started doing exclusives, and even gained, you know, a bigger market share and became even a, a bigger part of the sports market. And then they worked with us closer and we had, you know, we're, we were releasing debut players like Matthew Stafford that they never, we have released the only Matthew Stafford of the Clark Toys exclusive, for example, or the only Marshawn Lynch. So they were giving us, you know, NFL quarterbacks as an exclusive. And that really helped continue to fuel us through when the hobby plateaued a little bit. Yeah, and you know those McFarlane figures—that's where it kind of all started with. And then even more recently with Forever Collectibles, looking at bobbleheads and the amount of bobblehead exclusives, and we've done probably hundreds of bobblehead exclusives with Forever Collectibles, all all different sports, all different things. If you look at some of the recent ones, like the Larry Bird with the rings, you look at the Bears Champ set, all sorts of different kinds of things. So Forever Collectibles has also been you know a great partner to help Clark Toys grow, just as uh, McFarlane Toys has been as well. That's uh, apparent to see <laughs> in here. I, I, I know you guys, I, I know this is a podcast and you can't see, but we'll take some pictures and, and get them up for you. But, man, yeah, this it's apparent. <laughs> um, let's talk about Clark, uh, Clark Toys customer service, man. You, you guys really pride yourself on customer service here. Uh, I read I read a lot of your, uh, your customer feedback, and it's all just positive stuff. You guys do a really good job of, t- of taking care of your, your customers. Uh, being an online business, you, you got to do that. Um, what, wh- why is it such an important thing for you guys, and what do you guys do that that you do it right? Yeah, I mean, customer service is, is a challenge, obviously. If you look at we're an online retailer, so we're sending out tons and tons of products. And as we've grown, those we've gotten you know, more and more customers. Mm-hmm. And so we're always trying to make sure that, you know, if there are things damaged, you get that back or replaced as soon as possible. Uh, there's going to be delays constantly. We do pre-orders for a bunch of different products. And 
Uh, customers may not always notice that, but it's a pre-order, so it's going to take maybe a couple months to ship. So we try to make that as clear as we can, and just providing value. And you know, with the products we have, we're all focused on the customers. All these different exclusives we do that goes back to the customer, knowing that you know they want their team. For instance, it's sometimes a challenge, but we always try to do a variety of these exclusives or a variety of figures so that we can you know meet the need of the market and then get that as soon as we possibly can, keep them updated on what's going on, so they do stay happy customers for a long time. That's fantastic. And as you can see, you know, we're collectors too, so obviously we, we understand that you know, certain collectors, the, the package condition is important, sometimes the paint apps are important to other collectors, and uh, so we understand those requests, and we, we try to, you know, make everybody happy and, and honor it, and, and we've had, you know, very steady growth and even faster growth, growth recently, so we've, we've tried to ramp up, you know, our, our phones and our customer service reps and, and trying to stay on top of that and, and improve it every way we can. And also, um, to go along with that, you know, we get products shipped out here to Vegas from our warehouse in Wisconsin, and I've seen Travis's face when we have something broken. He's he's crushed, you know. It's just like it's like, oh my God, the foot's broken, or you know, this this thing's severed, and those things just happen. You're gonna get those when you're shipping so many products out every day. So I've seen that, you know, on on Travis's face of like the anguish that happens when you have something broken. So we understand those customers and how they feel. So you're telling me that this is a little bit like the movie Big. You guys play <laughs> with the toys first. <laughs> we had to let the product first you know we have to like it first before anybody else you know then we'll carry it for sure <laughs> that's Definitely. awesome that's awesome we can tell that you play with your product that's for sure that's gonna there's a lot to play with oh man so so like when so when new stuff hits the market like uh, funko pops came out like a few years ago like how do you guys determine like how you're going to jump on that and if you want to offer that to your customers like what what factors do you use in making those decisions well, so the Funko Pop, uh, I think, you know, is something, obviously now you can't ignore it, but when it started, you know, we started not necessarily carrying every line they came out with, but there were certain licenses that there was no other product available in those licenses. So the sheer number of licenses they had drew you into that product, like whether it was Friends or Bob's Burgers or just ones that, you know, we're sports fans, so we're always sports heavy, but we're also obviously have our favorite shows and our favorite movies. So that translates into the entertainment side. And if we like the product, you know, we go for it, but in, in Funko, I'm not personally a huge fan of the of the way the figures are, but I I also get drawn into it because of the different characters because there's so many licenses. And, uh, you know, so and on other products, it's, it's stuff we like, and that's just like we said, you know, referencing the movie Big, like we, we, if we like the toys, if we like the collectibles, if, if I want it, then I feel like our customers are going to want it. So then we go for it, and then we give it a try. We're not afraid to to try we obviously don't you know we're so sports heavy that we don't and so exclusive heavy we don't necessarily get into all the entertainment properties like some of our competitors because we're so sports heavy but we do focus on the ones ones we like so we or, or if the product quality is just so good or it's a license we like we're definitely going to give it a try and also on that note you know we we test a lot of products out because we have a pretty big email list that we can kind of put the feelers out there for something we're not so sure of. So there, because Funko Pop, for instance, puts out so many different items, I mean, they have so many different licenses. It's like we haven't heard of half of these things, so we can always put the feelers out in our email list and see how it react, how everyone, you know, everyone re reacts to that, and then we get an idea. But there's other ones that we just know are going to be huge. For instance, one of the biggest sours for us has been Golden Girls Funko Pop, uh, and yes. that's just a classic show. It has yep. you know a loyal following, and we knew that was going to be big, and sure enough, it was big. So we'll 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 go pretty pretty big on that order right away. But some of the other you know, smaller ones, we may just kind of test out, see how it goes, and adjust accordingly. Mm -hmm. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, it, it's really interesting on the pop that uh, for us, like some of the mass properties, like Justin mentioned on Golden Girls, just crazy, literally like 
thousands of Golden Girls sets, but the other popular ones for us have been the real kind of what you almost consider a mass property, like Home Alone or uh, a, like Mass Appeal, Guns N' Roses, Bob's, Bur- Bob's Burger's a little bit more niche, but Stranger Things is very popular. And then like a Bob Ross, one of the biggest sellers this year. So Funko is definitely, you know, a very interesting uh, phenomenon in and of itself. I think uh, I think the answer is there already, but I wanted to ask: Were you surprised by the popularity of Funko when it? I mean, because right, let me set this up for you a little bit better than that. We have a we have a non sport analyst at back at the Beckett offices, and uh, I hear him curse daily <laughs> at the amount of Funkos that are being released. But they're <laughs> so popular on the secondary market. Did that? I mean, do you guys track the secondary market for the for the figures you guys sell, uh, or is that just you know part of the game? It's definitely, it's just part of it. I mean, it's part of the phenomenon. I think the, the Comic-Con exclusives started feeding into, you know, the limited edition and, the, and then the chase releases and the specialty editions. And that, it, you know, that secondary market just fed into the phenomenon. But then there are ones where they're not necessarily that limited, but then there's so many collectors that a, one like Golden Girls is, is still going to be a success, even if it isn't a, a Comic-Con exclusive. But I, I think to answer your question, like, of course it's surprising. I think it's it's surprising even... You know, even Funko has to be surprised at the level of success, the the sheer volume and, and level of of collectors is is amazing. And uh, I think I even read a, a story about the Golden Girls. One of the designers who he he considered like a pet project to get Golden Girls done because he was a fan of the show. He was even getting getting teased, and then they released that, and it's just huge. So I mean, yeah, we're all we're all surprised and kind of. I think the question for a retailer is, you know, where's it going from here? I think that's on everybody's mind. Like. Can it continue at this level? Can they keep keep getting? And, and every day we're still surprised, like that the new releases do as well as they do. Like Home Alone was just recently released. There's just no no sign of it slowing down yet. They had me at Miss Pac Man. <laughs> I love the Pac Man and yeah. the Ghost Man. That was just awesome. Yeah, that was and, good stuff. And with that, I mean, because you look at the Funko Pop, for instance, they have that consistent packaging, limited edition. Every, you know, it's just one of those things that mm-hmm. you think you. It's easy to collect, essentially, and everyone likes some other show or something that's very niche, like the Bob Ross. I mean, how well that's done is, is phenomenal, and it's very niche. Like, oh, the joy of painting, Bob Ross. You're like, what? They got that license? <laughs> like, it's it's incredible, and they continue to put out more and more. I know when we kind of first got started with Funko Pop and kind of had it rolling, it was, you know, it was a little bit slower, and now, you know, it's almost daily. They're putting out a new one, and it's just incredible to see, like, how many different ones they have, and it's just, like, every day something new, and we're like, oh, I didn't think about that one. Like, that's going to be big, and, you know, it keeps going to the point, um, you know, now, especially with... The, more and more TV shows on like Netflix and everything else, like the Game of Thrones, for instance. I knew you guys had mentioned that before in a podcast. Those do well, even though the, the pop rides with the uh, the dragon and the Dragon King. It, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, well, and and to Justin's point about like the packaging. Uh, so as much as a surprise of how big a success it is, there are some things in there that kind of make common sense of the formula, which is the consistent packaging for the collectors. They're all, they're all, the, they're all the same size, except maybe the, the rides version or the two packs, et cetera. But for the most part, they're all that exact same packaging that they have not changed. And so they're all the same size. They stack well, they display well. And then the, the little price point, of course. And then having so many multiple licenses that there's something definitely for everybody at that you know, $9.99 retail and then the limited editions of the secondary market. So you add it all together. And it makes sense, but yet it still doesn't necessarily explain how huge its success it really has become. It's, it's really amazing. I think they do a good job with it from the retiring standpoint. You know, they're out for a little bit of time and then they retire them, and then they really don't, they're not going to make that one again. So, I mean, I think that helps where, like, kind of adds a sense of urgency for people who are like, oh, I got to get it now, um, rather than wait, and then you're going to end up paying more on the secondary market exactly. for it. So, 
It has a little yeah, bit to absolutely. do with it. All right, so let's talk about Import Dragons. So it's, it's a new product that's on the market. Um, tell us a little bit about it and what your customers think of that. So uh, Import Dragon has been, you know, a tremendous partner for us. And, and you know, kind of they took up uh, NHL and MLB where McFarland left off. McFarland's still, still doing NBA and NFL. So, you know, they're kind of half of the equation for the, the four leagues. And uh, instead of trying to reinvent, reinvent the wheel, like they knew we were a destination and they started working with us from, from day one in terms of exclusives, in terms of product announcements, and have just been a tremendous partner to, uh, you know, again, help fuel our growth to continue past McFarland with the level that McFarland was able to help us get to. So, uh, and, and they've been able to really push to release some really limited editions uh, in, and have offer them exclusively through us, it, it, which it's, like we got Wayne Gretzky and Howe coming up that are only out of 950 pieces. We had Corey Seager this year out of 1,000 pieces. We had uh, NHL two-packs of Crosby, Crawford, Tays uh, that were all less than 1,000, uh, as little as 680 pieces. So they've been able to you know, work with the factories and push them on those limited editions as well. And we've seen some with some pretty good secondary market. We had a Buster Posey that was limited to 250 pieces for the only Buster Posey figure out there. And, uh, you know, that going for $100. So there's already uh, some secondary market. And they, the sheer volume of figures that they've released has been really impressive. And even the amount they've invested in tooling for all those different poses uh, right off the bat. So now you're starting to see, you know, some repeated as their library has grown into the second year of baseball. But, you know, we're talking we have over 50 different MLB players in stock right now. So it's, it's really – it's been great for us because, you know, the more players they make in sports – uh, the more markets we're hitting, the, the more fan bases, and it's, it's going to be great for sales. So tremendous partner so far. Their quality uh, is continually increasing, so they're they're really working at it. And uh, uh, there's plenty in the office there for you to take a look at, and they're, they're you know we're very happy with it. And we have we took a look at a lot of them. Yeah, we're we're checking it out for quality and, and control and stuff like that. So we're doing we're doing our due diligence here. And something we see on social with uh, with all these figures, people always want different teams. You know, there's underrepresented markets that may not be able to get into. And you know, McFarlane can make a certain amount of players, let's just say. But Imports Dragon is really trying to push that push the envelope on how many players they make, which markets they get into to give the fans some other figures. And also, like Travis was saying, with the amount of poses and different things they've done with the tooling is incredible. And, you know, we've already done eight exclusives with the with Imports Dragon, and they're just getting started. So you think they're going to continue to make new poses, new new players, chest out different teams. And so it's pretty exciting for us, for sure. Uh, Import Dragons is a company. They've been around for, what, three years, four years, something like that? In the figures. Yeah, in the figures, yeah. Um, these, yeah. So I've seen them at one, two, three, four consecutive uh, Toronto sports card expo shows. And they're set up there and they have all the figures out. And people walk by and their faces light up because it's, it's interactive. They can put, touch it and play with it and stuff. You know? And that seems to be a big thing with this conversation. But they, uh, they really like it. And they do, a, I think, personally from the hockey guy and the hockey guy in the office, they do a really good job of, 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 the, of that particular line. And they they do. I don't know if they take a consensus or poll the fans or whatever they do, but th- the players they put out is very impressive. Yeah, and, and then, it's that being in Canada, mm-hmm. I mean, the, hockey's huge, so they're they're definitely trying extremely hard to get that right. And you know, because they are kind of a newer player to the game here, they're 
you think they're only going to improve. I mean, it's sure. only going to have more players and, you know, even better likeness and as they continue to grow this thing. And they seem very committed to making that happen. MLB and NHL, who knows where, you know, where it'll go from there. But it's it's, it's very exciting to see what they're going to do and the fans should be excited about it for sure. Let's talk about uh, McFarlane, man. They're, they're a mainstay in the hobby. And I know you guys, uh, Justin, touched on him a little bit earlier. But, um, again, they're huge. They're wildly popular and successful. But uh, how does a brand like that really help establish established Clark Torres. Can you elaborate on your answer, what you gave a little bit earlier? Because, I mean, they've been around, it seems like, probably as long as, as Clark Toys has been around. Yeah, so. I mean, like we said, like Travis was saying before, we were built off of McFarlane Toys, and because they you know started doing exclusives, we could do exclusives with them. That helped even more. So in terms of like building, being the destination for sports figures, Clark Toys was built off of that because if you look back to even 2009, starting with the Ken Griffey Jr. exclusive we did with Clark, to- uh, Clark Toys did, it just grew from there to we have all these different players and people want this figure they can only get at one spot, which is Clark Toys. McFarlane Toys essentially allows us to do that, you know, with doing letting us do exclusives for different runs. Even looking at um, the latest series of uh, McFarlane with the Madden Series 18, uh, Series 2 actually, we're going to have an exclusive Ezekiel Elliott figure so being able to do that is great with the alternate jerseys or different poses whatever it may be that's it's been big and also with McFarland, since we've been so sports dedicated and and on a big account with them uh we've also you you can't match their quality and their price point really no one's really been able to do it not that i've seen uh so when they were you know we rode the walking dead uh, with them as well so that's been a big big seller for us and and they've gone to kind of a seven inch figure from the five inch articulated and there's some debate as to you know what what fans want there or if they still need to do the five inch articulated uh, but we've sold a ton of walking dead so mcfarland for us personally they've helped us branch out from sports and know you know try test those different things just because we like the quality we like the price point so we try some of those licenses and then those licenses have have ended up being very big for us uh new one they have they just released uh Destiny figures, and those are selling really well. That's that game just released. So they have, you know, again, their quality and price point. You, you just haven't really seen it anywhere else. That's awesome. And they run they run their own exclusives and different things too. So just keeping it keeping it fresh and keeping it um, limited. You know, I, exclusive. Uh, I see the the Stanton up on your wall here, and I re- was it a year and a half ago that there was a Stanton with the orange jersey that was released, and. Is secondary market was selling for like, you know, three figures, so like seven fifty, eight hundred dollars. I searched every <laughs> Toys R Us, Walmart, Target, everything, couldn't find it. But uh, th- with, with their exclusive, their exclusivity to that figure, and and I know that there there are other figures like that, man. It, it's a fun chase, and it brings it brings that element into uh, into figure collecting. Whereas you know everybody's chasing down a fifty two mantle, you know n- now you can go out and chase a 15 Stanton. <laughs> right, just like just like the sports yeah. card, exactly. Just like the sports cards, I mean, with the Chase and limited edition ones, it, it makes it fun. I know back when I started collecting sports cards, for instance, it was the same type of thing, opening a pack of cards because you know they have the limited edition, those rare ones, and it's kind of similar with the figures with the Chase with the limited edition. And we just got in yesterday uh, NBA Series 31 that has LeBron and a Harden in it, and the collector level LeBron is numbered out of 250. So the only – the white – white uh, home jersey or actually now I guess they have the choice with what they're wearing with the new Nike jerseys but that LeBron is limited and individually numbered out of 250 pieces and we we had a, a handful of them 
and sold them for a hundred dollars, but that's a great value for. Uh, I'm sure they're going to go for way more than that. Even um, the Harden, secondary, out of secondary 50. market, and then the, the Harden is actually out of fifty. Yeah. So it's un, un, unbelievable to Crazy. be able to have the fun of chasing that limited of a piece with a totally alternate jersey, not just like a, a different color wristband or something. It's really the whole uniform for out of fifty pieces. So some crazy stuff to go after. Good stuff, man. That's yeah, awesome. It's fun. All right, so let's let's do. We're going to talk about bobbleheads, which is kind of what my head's doing right now. I'm trying to look <laughs> through this office right now, but um, you know, you guys have done a lot of uh, exclusive bobbleheads uh, throughout the years um, with Forever Collectibles. So talk about um, your relationship with them and, and what you guys are what's on the horizon, and maybe some of the pieces your favorite pieces that you've done with them. Uh, so they they've been a great partner for for bobbleheads, and I think together we've actually really pushed where bobbleheads have gone over the last you know, eight, eight years, because even the, the stadium giveaways uh, have progressed. And I think some of it's, you know, due to what we've worked with them on. And, and you can see in the office some of the examples, like the, the newspaper base was a concept we went to them with, and had now hundreds have had the, the newspaper-based concept. And uh, our favorite ones from the last year are, you know, the, the Chicago Bears with the championship ring base. It's electroplated gold and has the the real gems on the base and the whole, the whole base is a championship ring. And then you have the, the Larry bird with the three rings, uh, definitely a favorite. And we do have, uh, we've been announcing a lot lately. And I think another one on the desk is that Greek freak wings poster one. That's a, a definite favorite. And, uh, we definitely have some fun stuff that we're just waiting on final approval. So right around the corner, we're going to have some, some really fun, fun ones for fall, hopefully uh, for right before Christmas announced soon. So we're always trying to, really pushing i think one thing we did was push the limited edition but put push the extra details gloves you know sleeves those kind of things that weren't on bobbleheads necessarily in their inline series and then uh but the commemorative and the limited edition so we definitely have been pushing the envelope a little bit yeah we have to get props to forever collectibles because we do come up with you know different things they say oh that what if we did this what, did, what if we did this and we send it to them and they're they, to their credit, they allow us to do a lot of those things and push those to the leagues and get them made. And to do some crazier things is exciting because we can, you know, maybe think of some some idea and they're like, yeah, let's let's roll with it and let's go with it. And then they think of something and, you know, we'll push it out too on our side. So it's fun to work with them because they allow us to do some different things. Uh, and we hope, you know, continuing on, like you said, we have some new things coming out here we're excited for. But there's always we're always pushing the envelope and trying to get different things made. Whose idea was the ring base? I like the ring base. Who, who, who was that all about? Well, that actually, so in, in the office there, you see I have a, a, a framed uh, Brett Favre um, autographed piece that has a replica ring right below it. Yes, sir. So I, act, I was actually um, just going in the office each day, seeing that as one of my favorite pieces right behind my, my chair there in the desk. And uh, I had another piece down below on the shelf, which was a Joe Flacco that had an electroplated base but it was it was an mvp base it just said mvp but i i kept looking at those two and thought you know it'd really be cool if the whole the whole base was just an electroplated ring that kind of with the gems so it really was the arrangement in my office that we mocked it up then sent it over to forever and and then the samples just came out awesome and then uh you know we did the bear set and then we did the brett Favre too so we've we've shown we don't have that sample in the office but we've shown the brett the brett Favre is on our website so he's doing that exactly that same as that autograph picture he's doing the screaming right after the the touchdown horizon, then you've got the championship ring base. So just kind of happened from having that stuff in the office. And uh, I love that idea. And we, we're doing uh, hopefully a lot more players in that, in that concept. Yeah. And in terms of that process, you know, 
if you're ever in this office, you can see how many figures and different poses and ideas there are here. It's, it's easier to get ideas from that and then to have the team behind it as well to, you know, have a graphics person, to, you know, mock that up for us. And then we can send it over forever collectibles so it can get rolling as soon as possible. I mean, I know uh, from talking to Travis, he'll also see something on TV, an iconic pose or something that happens in the game. And we want to get that as soon as possible to get an exclusive of that, you know, probably for a bobblehead. And we can do that with forever collectibles as a partner and then make some really cool pieces. I, I totally dig it, man. <laughs> um, I totally dig it. They're, they're awesome. Um I have, I have another question here. Before I do that, I want to talk about the Bartello Cologne piece that you guys had out. Uh, being a fat pack, Paul and Paul can uh, agree here. That Bartello Cologne piece is epic. I love it. Whose idea was that? Now that was actually Jared, uh, our our rep at, at Forever Collectibles. He's a Mets fan. Okay. So he he came uh, after they that Bartolo hit that home run to begin the the oldest uh, player to hit his first home run, um, and then. He, you know, he did the. He shook his belly in the dugout right after kind of the celebration with his teammates. And um, uh, Jared's a Mets fan, so he came to me and uh, said, oh, "You know, what do you think if I can get this done? If you you do a newsletter and see see how it does, see if we can get this rolled out." And uh, we did the newsletter, and it just was an absolute viral sensation. It was, I mean, it was on Sports Center, it was on uh, Sports Nation, it was on Sunday Night Baseball. It literally was completely viral. So. Uh, we did still limit it. It was like a 2,000 piece run, but 2,000 that bobblehead um, or bobble belly Bartolo, and that's you know stemmed from that newspaper base too, with commemorating that that moment that he hit that home run at 42 or whatever he was. That's such an awesome piece, man. I remember when uh, being at the office and the Tops Now card came out with him the next day hitting that home run, and and that was like their top selling card for so long that that was just a perfect timing is what that happened. That all come out. Um, that's just awesome. Good stuff. Kudos to kudos to Bartolo. Yeah, it's great to have those those yeah. pieces and for him to help us out with that. Basically, yeah. basically, it's nice. Okay, so let's talk about the future of toys. Let's talk about um, let's talk about five ten years from now. Where where do you see collectible toys and figures? I, I don't. Let me get it right. Is it toys or figures? I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody who might listen to this. Is it toys or figures? Yeah. I mean, we're Clark Toys, so okay. toys, toys doesn't offend us. But right. They, okay. You know, we always say action figures, figures. Where do you, where do you guys see that side of the industry going? Is it is it more interactive? Is it limited releases? Is it you know throwbacks? What What do you think? Yeah. Well, I, on the interact yeah. on the interactive point, um, uh, we have that icon AI on, on the desk with uh, uh, Jordan, or no, I'm sorry, it's LeBron. LeBron, yeah. And that actually has a phone app with it and right. we've done a video and sh- shown that and that has some interactivity to it so it's kind of interesting that way and uh import stragans did 2.5 inch blind packs where once you open the blind pack you could redeem that player in the app game uh it was kind of almost a hockey board game but you would redeem that player so that we've had examples of that the madden series they are the madden ultimate team series so it's because you had get 10 packs of the ultimate team to open uh and build your ultimate team from and from what i hear the redemption rates are actually pretty decent on that but it does add cost to the figure so i think that you could say that you know you you might have to include some sort of interactivity in the future especially to try to capture the kids because that's one fear i've had is that the the you know the average age of our collectors keeps getting keeps getting older and to get the younger crowd you might need to do that i don't know if anybody's nailed it yet out of the park as to what that needs to needs to be in terms of interactivity but you 
you might need need something there. But every time I think that the market might be slowing, then we get a an, an Aaron Judge or we get a Dak Prescott, and it just blows everything through the water. So it's like with, there's always new content. I think the challenge in sports is uh, that content is very, you know, it's regional and segmented. But, you know, if you're Walking Dead, Rick Grimes is Rick Grimes. Everybody watching Walking Dead, but everybody watching football has completely different feelings about Aaron Rodgers, you know, if you're a Bears fan. So it segments the market a little bit, makes it a little bit smaller. So that's where I think one point you said was the, the limited, you know, it's going to be more limited editions at a higher price point probably with, you know, more more special things attached to it. So there will be, you know, lower runs at a higher price point. It's probably the future. It might be have to go more resin depending on where the technology goes to make those those lower ones, but one hope I've always had was that, you know, the digital sculpting and the 3D printing as part of the process of prototyping, that the technology would help us, you know, it would help advance the product and allow, you know, lower runs and, and slight differences or, you know, molds and stuff. So I feel like there's been a little bit of gap there that that hasn't closed yet, but hopefully the technology will help make more things possible for lower runs in the sports market. But like I said, you know, even when you think toys might be slowing because kids are on their phone, then you get a, a Funko Pop. So, you know, we're optimistic. That's cool. I mean, I don't, I don't think figures are going anywhere. I mean, Star Wars figures are, I mean, obviously it's Star Wars, but they right. they sell all the time. I mean, Power Rangers, they sell all the time. He-Man, I mean, they got all that stuff, and it's all selling off the shelf. So, I mean, I don't think there's any reason for, for this stuff to die anytime soon at all. Yeah, and like Travis was saying with the higher price point, more limited edition, if you look at probably like Enerbay, who does like a lot of NBA figures, for instance, like those are a higher price point figure, but they're still selling. The Icon AI, those are higher price point figure. They're still selling. selling. And, you know, probably going to see more of that as well as like Travis was saying with the interactive kind of part of that because people want something that comes with it. So I think that's, that's where it's headed for sure. So is there a, is there a pretty big international market on this whole, um, with the figures and whatnot? I mean, Enerbay is going to be, Enerbay more so, we're definitely just U- U.S. Your U.S. For okay. us, for okay. car toys, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, U.S. and Canada, but right in Bay with basketball. Um, and I think China is the key to, you know, being able to make more product in the NBA. So we have the uh, MindStyle product there in the office with the Legends and, and the Harden uh, minifigures. So I know MindStyle has a big presence in, in China. And Inner Bay, you know, sometimes doesn't even, even need the U.S. to make a 3,000-piece 3, 3, run sellout in China. So I know, you know, China is very key because that's the number one sport over there. Um is very key to getting the NBA uh, to have more product availability, put it that way. So that's definitely a, a key for that sport. Very cool. Very cool. What do you got? What about, what about like soccer? Are there soccer figures or, you know, is that something that would work in this market? Yeah, I've actually I've mentioned that to Travis before. We've always we've obviously extremely sports heavy, uh, and soccer I think right now not quite popular enough in the U.S. market at least for what we're doing. It's growing. Uh, we've always done our best figures have been NFL, uh, you know NBA, NHL, NBA, uh, MLB. But I think it has potential because that base is growing. If that base can continue to grow, it's going to help. Uh, especially as you get the, some of the international players even coming over to the U.S., even if it's later in their careers, people still know them. So I think there's some potential there. It depends if people are willing to pick that up and get more made, essentially. Very nice. That's yeah, cool. there's been there's been product made, and that might come into personal bias too. not a huge soccer fan as much as the other four sports. So we have skipped some some product that has been out there, but Forever has done bobbleheads, and uh, Bleacher Creatures has done plush. So there has been... You know, plenty of, of soccer product. Uh, it's something we probably should look at more. Wow, man, we have talked about a lot of stuff. Amazing amount of stuff. Um, so, 
to, to kind of wrap this up here, what is probably your favorite line that's out there right now? What just kind of blows you away? Um, I know we've talked a few things about the Funkos and the McFarlane's and whatnot, but, but kind of for each of you, what's kind of your favorite product to, to see come out and, and work with? And, and I'll let Chad go first. On Chad's go first. Right. I'll follow him. Sure. Up. Uh, I mean, for me, from the past, it was, it, it's been the 12-inch McFarlane figures, which they haven't made for a while, but you see like Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith in the office there. And those, the detail in those figures was just amazing. So one from the past, but the one uh, Justin mentioned for current, I mean, the inner bay uh, quality on the NBA product and the Michael Jordans is just, is just really unbelievable. The facial likenesses and the amount of uh, accessories and details and, and, you know, posability you have on some of that stuff, or even this, the Seth, uh, Steph Curry there with the locker and everything. So there's, uh, the Interbay product recently for me has been something I've gotten into, and that's one of the articulation debates because it's I was a little bit opposed to articulation. In this, you know, I have coming from collecting McFarlane and even starting line sets, so little articulation. But once you actually start setting them up and see how how good they can look together, um, that's that's become my new favorite. Is as you can see in the office, just adding those Interbay Shack and Shack and Penny, and uh, that's definitely my recent favorite personally. Yeah, and mine. I mean. It has to be the bobbleheads in general, and there's no specific line necessarily, but because of the the creativity involved in those, and how much, how many things you can do. You know, we're seeing the ring base, we're seeing uh, the original Cooperstown with all the different trophies and awards they have with them, and just the the rapid pace at which those get made is exciting. Uh, something that's not a bobblehead. Another thing kind of exciting was that Joe Boo. I don't know if you've seen the Joe Boo, Joe Boo yes, figure. Yes. Everybody <laughs> loves the Joe Boo figure, and we, you know, we were the exclusive uh, retailer for that in the beginning, and that type of thing too. It's not necessarily a bobblehead, but just trying like different types of things. They had the locker room as as the packaging, which is just so cool. That is cool. Uh, that, those are some of my favorites for sure. Trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I would go back and forth for days with lines with major league lines. <laughs> awesome. Hey man, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here, man. I want to uh, first, Travis. I want to thank you for joining us on the phone. I know that you are out of town uh, attending some uh, some family business, so thank you for making time for us today and allowing us to come into your office and check this out, man. This is really really cool. Um, you're gonna be missing a couple of Michael Jordan pieces when you get back. I just want to let you know. <laughs> um, but yeah. this is really cool, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for your time so much, and thanks for coming down to our office. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate uh, it. Justin, can we get you to hang around for a little bit of Beckett Whatevs and just talk a little bit sure. about uh, you know, whatever we want to talk about? Yeah, I'm down. Let's All right, man. It. Thanks, guys. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Brake Officer here at Top Shelf Brakes, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul, on Beckett Radio. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, hanging out after that quick break. We are back with... Uh, Justin in the Clark Toys uh, home office. Is this oh, is yeah. this the home office? Is that this right? is the home office? Yeah. yeah, warehouse in Wisconsin, home office out here yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Awesome. This awesome. is a bomb. dot com. This is when I really wish we were on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a video and have you guys in it. Yeah, we have exactly. the equipment here. So. That's, yeah. that's awesome. It, you, this is so amazing. Thanks for having us out. Yeah. We just had a great interview with uh, with yourself and Travis, who's out in New York. Uh, so that's why the difference on the uh, volume, guys. But it, it shouldn't have been real detectable. It, it was a good, great interview. But this is Becky whatevs and we're in vegas paul and i got off the plane went directly to a buffet and no surprise there <laughs> no surprise <laughs> no there surprise at all there. we killed it yes. the, little, the little woman was like oh another plate <laughs> yes another yes, plate. We'll do more. yes yes there will be a lot more yes. plates man so uh again just thanks for having us out man yeah. we really appreciate it this is really fun um so i gotta ask you we'll, we'll start whatevs like this what's your favorite piece in here in the whole building what's your fa favorite what, piece? what's your favorite piece oh my God, i just have to say i mean i 
grew up actually as a little kid watching the later jo- Michael Jordan. Okay. So that that big uh, Enter Bay piece that Trav, I think it's actually not even Enter Bay, it's something else. Uh, that Trav has, I, I love that one for sure. That's sure. probably one of my favorites. Sure. Um, but other than that, it's tough to say. I'm a Packer fan, so okay. um, you know Brett Favre and Rogers, those are my guys. So one how, of those ones maybe. How does how does he keep a Michael Jordan rookie card in here? No one like. Says, hey, I'm gonna take this home for you yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Trav is uh, very protective <laughs> of uh, everything here. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's very, very aware of that. And you know, we moved in here. He's like, yeah. So how's this neighborhood? Like, yeah, how right. People, <laughs> how's this building locked and everything? Like, how is this? Because I helped you know, move in with all these boxes upon boxes upon boxes of figures and bobbleheads. And yeah, it's amazing. It's there's so many different things in here. So you're from Wisconsin. You're both from Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Travis is not here, so we'll focus on Justin. That's fine. Um, yeah. Did you did you collect cards as a kid? I did actually. Yeah. yeah. So I collected cards from yeah ever since I can remember, honestly. And I remember going to Target actually. Target was okay. the place. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, any money I had from an allowance or a birthday or Christmas or whatever, I went to Target to get different cards. And I'm not sure who it was. One of my friends in in, in middle school actually um, also collected cards and. Made the biggest trade I remember one day. Actually, this is this is uh, Don Magic Mikowski. <laughs> yeah, <Don laughs> yeah, this is actually for a Packer fan. It's an interesting trade. Um, but what I knew the value. So what I did was I traded probably twenty cards. So I had a bunch of various rookie cards and sure. um, some different cards I just acu- acquired over time. And he somehow had gotten a. Was it UD Ionics or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. A you're right. Brian Erlacher rookie autographed. Okay. And oh. I was like, that's better than any card I have. I don't have any autographs at the time. You know, okay. just like rookies and everything, that sort of thing. Right, right. So I convinced him finally, finally, finally to trade that Brian Erlacher rookie card. And actually, like, you know, I'm not a embarrassment at all. So I traded for it back in probably, what grade was that even? I don't know, somewhere in, in grade school and held on to it for a while until. Bears went to that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I sold it because yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is probably the best it's going to get. That's and I was like, oh, I'll rid myself of, of that because I'm not actually a Bears fan, but that's one of the trades that I will never forget. Okay. Sure. All right. Deal, man. I mean, I could just see see uh, young Justin sitting in there going, uh, <laughs> you know, he went to New Mexico. He's not in New Mexico State. He's right. not even. You know, he's a safety. Yeah, he's a college. safety man. He's, yeah. he's not. He's a, he's a white guy. White safety man. Right. <laughs> 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 it's not Matt Murphy. What are you doing, man? That's funny, man. <laughs> so, that would be like me having a Dak Prescott card in my collection. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cowboys Redskins says yeah. the Redskins man. <laughs> says the Redskins man. Always uh, says the Redskins. Yep. Well, a uh, little little known secret in the office. Eric grew up, young Eric grew up a Packers fan. Oh. So I can totally respect what's going on over here. And I see a Sterling Sharp uh, rookie over there. And uh, Sterling was my favorite player. Okay. And then he broke his neck and never played again. So I just I gave up all hopes of football. And, I'd, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you would have stayed a Packer fan, if you are, so are you still a Packer fan? No. 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 See, if you would have stayed, though, I mean, the, the run of Packer glory after right. that point, yeah. right. not, maybe it was his fault. Maybe he is responsible for it somehow. Yeah, he, Sterling it, Sharp. it really yeah. could be. Sterling Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't see any Redskins stuff in here. Do you, Paul? I don't know if we have... Yeah, I, know we, I don't yeah, think we have, I don't think we have anything yeah. in here. Yeah. I mean, we only take the top teams. You know what I mean? I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Wow. I see, a, I see a lot of red stuff. stuff. We, get th- we have three Super Bowl rings and no representation. None. That's true. That's wow. true. It's, it's a three what have you done for me lately type of thing. Apparently. Yeah, it is. I love that it there's is. lots Although of. Although I did, oh, no, I did see an RG3 figure. Yeah. I think it was right next to the trash can. Maybe it had an exclusive RG3. I think it was right next to the trash can. I see a lot of Raven stuff, though. At least there's some representation from the air. 
area in which you're from. I hate the Ravens. Man. I know you do. They showed up. Yeah, I was 19 Ravens. years old, and I just was like, I was already 19. Who cares? I was telling you guys earlier we did that Joe Ravens. Flacco exclusive. Right, right. won the Super Bowl, but that was like a whole like you know who are you gonna pick for an exclusive? And this is McFarland figure, so that's like a bigger deal than uh, than bobbleheads because it's a higher run you have to do. Right, sure. Right. So picking that and then remembering you know Travis being like, oh my God, they're doing well, they're doing well, and then they win the Super Bowl. It's just like what? what? Joe Flacco. Okay. All right. Thanks, Joe. Flacco. <laughs> it is. All Six foot ten of him. Seven foot seven of Joe Flacco. Joe right. Flacco. <laughs> Delaware? <laughs> Delaware. 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 Yeah. The Blue Hens. Oh, yeah. The Blue you. Hens. Yeah. He didn't awesome. move very far from Not Delaware to, to Baltimore. <laughs> Oh, okay. All, all right. So, stuff. what do you what do you do for fun out here in Vegas? Because there's not. I mean, unless you're. Is, well, that, is that really a question you yeah, have to ask? I, I got to because okay. sports wise, there's nothing here yet. Oh, the Golden yeah, Knights. True. It's yeah, coming. Golden Knights are coming. It's coming. Right. So, uh, what's the buzz about town? Is it uh, is is it pretty big for the for the Golden Knights? Well, well, to be honest, yeah, the Golden Knights is big. I know. Uh, I know. Actually, Travis. I know he he's been out here longer than I have. He he got the season tickets before they were even a team yet. You know, they're just yeah, starting yeah, yeah, becoming yeah. a team. Okay. You know? yeah. So that's going to be a thing. Uh, sure. There's a buzz in Vegas. There's always entertainment, yeah, of, of course. course. There's always things going on. And we were right. excited to have that that sp- pro sports team. Sure. Also with the Raiders coming eventually. Who are they? I've never heard of them. Yeah, who the, the <laughs> from Oakland? Or oh, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah Oakland? they got a guy that drives a car. <laughs> okay, there's even um, not MLS a level below that uh, soccer team coming oh, okay. to Cashman Field, which is not too far from downtown here. So there's buzz there with that. Um, and the, but yeah, entertainment. Obviously, we don't look at what happened recently. Conor sure. McGregor, right? Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Insane. There's always fights here, so UFC is here. So that's always a, a plus to go there. What, what was the buzz around town with uh, McGregor? Uh, Mayweather, how's that? <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah. You know, you see people who would never watch sports watch sports. Watch sure. Sports. You yeah. know, I hosted a, a big party at my apartment actually, and you have all these people here who were like, "Who? Who are these people? They've heard right. of them." Right. They're like, right. "So they're both boxers." Nope, nope, nope. No, One's no, in the UFC. No. It's like completely different, you know, different thing, thing that's going on. But we, everyone enjoyed that. Um, just started slow at first. Like, wait, I don't get what's going on. Is this it? And then finally got to the point where you know. Something happened, then you're like, wait, they stopped it. And then again, they're wondering, sure, what's going on, right, but, right? But yeah, lots of buzz with that all over the place. And you know, I think the cheapest, I think the, one of the cheapest things you could places you go to watch was like fifty or a hundred dollars to wow. get in per person. Wow, the cheapest. Hence why it's hosted in my apartment. Right. Mm. It was like we were wanting to go out somewhere. Yeah, and that was the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that was it. Was crazy time for sure. Sweet Good stuff. Sweet Good stuff, man. That's Paul, awesome, man. That was the first fight I've watched in. A very very long time. Really, I, I actually very paid for time. it. I paid for it. Um, it's the first I've ever it. seen. Actually, yeah. really, yeah, I really? haven't seen one probably I, since I've I was seen in highlights always. But I've always been yeah. a big football fan. I played football sure. growing up and everything. So yeah, sure. So yeah. Packers fan, obviously. Packers fan for sure. Badgers fan as well. Did just still. Still. Or still okay. Still. Still. Right. Yeah, does gonna, does gonna it change? change. Not, does it change? Not going to change, and especially because they're always like good, right? So that's because he has State Farm insurance. That's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah, he's a like being fan. insured, you know. <laughs> and Rogers, that guy is so charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know evolve too much, but and Raiders coming here, that's is interesting. So. So let's talk about football then, because last night was the first, it was the first, first game. game. Yeah, first butt um, whooping of the first, year. Yeah, but go figure, Patriots go down. Patriots go down at home off a an incredible high, you know, run a Super Bowl run, and it, it was a complete Super Bowl letdown, as I think. Yeah, um, that's that first half. Yeah, did, did, Super Bowl. Let's let's back up a little bit though. Did Goodell get booed? When he appeared, I, that's what I mean. He had to have, right? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. most yeah. definitely. I'm sure he did. No, he, no, he, no, he didn't get booed. Yeah, there's no way, way he didn't that get booed. Oh my god, he has, he's 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 like a tiny little Hitler. He just he has too much power, <laughs> and <laughs> it's too much power. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> he just does what he wants. Everything to else, they yeah, they hate him there. Yeah. For sure. But, but give cool. it up to Kareem Hunt last night, man. man. Just wow. killed it, man. Most yards, yeah, in a 
for debut. For, yeah, for a debut. That's crazy. 252 yep. yards? Yeah, something, yeah. Yeah. something crazy. Three touchdowns? Yeah. 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 He then, fumbled uh, on his, his first possession, yeah, and, then, possession. <laughs> and then never looked back. Never looked back. Nope. And hopefully he won't the rest of the season. I mean, there's a lot of hype with him. Yeah, going yeah, the season. Yeah, Everyone's absolutely. Looking at the top rookie running backs, there's a lot of high, you know, highly rated rookie running backs, and Kareem Hunt kind of snuck his way up there. Mm-hmm. And, he did. And to see this in the first game is like, wow. Right. Unbelievable. Again, it's going to happen. And the other running back didn't have a bad game either. Who's that? On the other side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Gilsey. Yeah, Gilsey. Gilsey. Yeah, yeah, he he did so, well. Um, I'm from sure. From a fantasy standpoint. If you oh, the we're talking backs, fantasy now. <laughs> if, you, if, you started the, if you started the running backs last night, you did well. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. if Your team won or lost. Uh, exactly. Uh, so. Our our colleague Jester Gruner is down in uh, down in Houston. Probably real happy. Yes. That he that he picked Gillisey on is, his yeah, team. He's really happy. But it's you know what pick. the problem is? What's that? He didn't start him. He didn't start Gillisey. You know, actually, the guy I played <laughs> yesterday in fantasy did not start him either. Oh no! So yeah. it might have been even uh, Clint, one of the managing partners at Cartoys. He actually is in our fantasy league as well, and I don't think he started him. Yeah, well, I didn't start him. I have him on my bench as well, just because yeah. I'm in a PPR league, and I mm-hmm. really went with I went with four wide receivers and one running back as opposed to the yeah. two running backs. But I might be making. I have the Chiefs receiver, and I, I sat him. Oh, the, he the, had the, like nine, nineteen points. And I'm like, <laughs> I saw that 125. I'm like, oh wow! I, yeah. I switched him last second for a that dude Broncos is so guy. Fast man, Tyreek Hill is it's stupid fast. Yeah. yeah. Anybody want to talk about uh, Travis Kelsey lining up at uh, quarterback last night? <laughs> Why not, man? He well, played quarterback in high school. Yeah. High school, so yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. it wasn't a complete unnatural fit. I think but he's yeah. got more games under his belt than Tannehill did. Probably. But Tannehill played what? How many games in high school or something? I mean, not, he, not many at all. Yeah, and, and then he was in college at A&M. He was a wide receiver. Yeah. Well, he was the quarterback, and then he was a wide receiver. So. Call yeah. him an athlete. Just yeah. an athlete. Just an athlete sitting on the bench right now. Speaking of torn a ruptured Achilles tendon. Oh, so Eric Berry out man. for the season, man. That, I, yeah, such that's a good tough. dude. Man. It's a Kobe injury happens yeah. to good dudes, man. He is. He's been through a lot, Eric Berry. Yeah, he, he sure has. has. That might yeah. be. He sure has. Him, could be. It, it it really could it be. Could be. You know, uh, that's sad because he has been through a lot. Uh, you know, back, starting back at Tennessee and then you know making his NFL career and, and and finally playing and coming back and. Man, that'd be sad to see. It's, he's got a great story, and I'd, I'd hate to see him go out like that. Uh, hopefully, it's like something like Steve Smith, where you know he says he's going to retire, then he, he blows his Achilles, and he comes back and plays one more season. Well, there yeah. you go. I hope we get a little Love more of the from, game. Yeah. yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, and you know all about that because you know being a Packer fan with uh, <laughs> Brett Favre coming and going and oh going oh, and coming. oh yes, we we've seen that and been <laughs> through that whole roller coaster <laughs> of, uh, of seasons. We're like, I hate Brett Favre. I love Brett Favre. I hate Brett Favre. Well, you know, I can't hate him. Oh, I love him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Until yeah, he sends you wiener picks, and then you're like, oh, uh, I hate Brett Favre. <laughs> well, as a Packer fan, uh, you get lucky when you have Aaron Rodgers come after Favre. Oh, right. Yeah, you're like, wait, this guy's just sitting there waiting, yeah. which makes you wonder, you know, in New England, for instance, after Brady, is Garoppolo, uh, Garoppolo is, is, the sure. guy, yeah. is he going to be the stud like Aaron Rodgers type right after, which who knows? But mm. You also get lucky when you're Aaron Rodgers and you get to marry Olivia Munn. And then <laughs> you, when you're with Olivia Munn, they <laughs> yeah. broke up, though. Oh, they did? Yeah, man. Oh, oh. Now poor Aaron Rodgers. Poor Aaron, what's he going to do? And I didn't know they broke up. Too. Did they, really? The ESPN, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah covered, I it covered him. That, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm it, sorry. It was pretty I'm recent. The last couple of weeks, I think it was, mm. uh, as the season was, was starting. And they always have him in the MVP talk, um, rightfully so. But hopefully they don't just lose a bunch of games on purpose, sure, and then win later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun for them maybe. But yeah, what they did last year, right? The fans were freaking out every time. We're just like, uh, can you guys like play now or what? Yeah, but you, you know, adding adding Bennett at tight end though. That's Huge. good. Oh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Ben at tight end is going to be interesting. We hate Marty to Cook go, awesome, but yeah, yeah, but Marty, Marty V's, he's going to. That's another level though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. So you got you got the Seahawks coming in, on Sunday. Yeah, and if I were to pick a team. It would be Seattle. Okay. Uh, I lived. Okay. You don't know this about me, so I'm, let me set it up for you. It's here. I 
I was in the I was in the army and I served at Fort Lewis. Okay. So I spent 12 years in the Seattle area. Okay. I, um, very fond of the Seattle scene. I, I worked for the Mariners. I, I loved the Mariners. Exclusive. Um, but so if I had to pick a team in my house just to keep things happy, I, you know, I, I, I casually root for the Seahawks. So okay. it's because uh, he's the size of the 12th man. It is. The, That's it's, what it is. It's because I'm the size <laughs> of the 12th man. Hey, 12th man, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> so, um, so what's your prediction for Sunday? You, you going home, home win at Lambeau, or is it a letdown? I, I got to go home win at Lambeau. Okay. But I, that's a tough defense, it pain, man. It, it is tough. It pains me to say that, but I think that it's going to be a shootout, um, okay. especially, like I said, with Bennett, the new weapons the Packers have. But the Seahawks are so good. Sure. Like, they surprise you, too, and they think, oh, they're not going to be that good this year. And then they surprise you. Yep. I hope they're, uh, as a Packer fan, maybe there's a couple interceptions on the one-yard line on Russell Wilson driving. That'd be okay with me. Uh, <laughs> maybe they yeah. pass instead of running on the one-yard line. Yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> uh, I think it'd be that's, close, though. I think it'd be close. That's hateful. That's just hateful. <laughs> it's the truth, though. It is the well, truth. What do you think about that play? What do you think about it that play? It was a horrible play call. Okay. That's all Pete Carroll, and we that was, that was It's only horrible if it doesn't work, right? No, it, it was uh, a bad. You should, Marshawn Lynch is in your backfield. Yeah. The man is the size of a truck. Yeah. I think his cousin was actually a freight train. I, I, just, <laughs> I would not doubt it. You just give him the ball. That's all you got to do. Now you got a big ass Eddie Lacy on the sideline <sighs> eating hot dogs. Yeah, he's nowhere near the athlete that Mar- Marshawn Lynch no, I think is. Thomas Rawls is getting the start. Thomas Rawls is getting the start. Yeah, getting the start this week. But at the same time, if he, Rawls is getting the start and Lacy can do anything at all, being fresh in every game right. and stay healthy, yeah. that's an interesting combo they have there. Yeah, that's true. That, 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 that will be interesting to see and like. I don't know. It could be deadly. I want to I want to interrupt this conversation to give you breaking news. It is raining in, in Vegas. Las Vegas. It is raining. Oh, wow. It is wow. raining. Um, I don't know what's happening here. I'm pretty sure Jesus is coming back soon. This is. <laughs> hey, it was supposed to be a hundred and something. Yeah, it was supposed to be a hundred five today, today like, wasn't it? Oh, it still probably will be. Oh, <laughs> God, there's actually burning acid rain because <laughs> how, how hot it always is here. But yeah, we get those two days of the year where it rains. So you guys are here in one of them. Sweet. Uh, that's uh, Sweet. that's you're like bringing the, Seattle with you. That's the Seattle summer. Thank you, thank you, Seattle. Seattle summer. Appreciate that. Seattle summer is May. 4th and 5th. Okay. If you can get there. <laughs> 4th and 5th, you're doing oh, good. That's good stuff. It's, so awesome. it's a good break, actually, when you live here and yeah. you see the 110 degrees every day in summer and you have clouds even, you're like, wow, yes, oh, please. What is that? Bring us rain, mm-hmm. bring us clouds, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's nice to have a change of pace, I'd say. I love it. I love it. I'm going to go outside and just dance in it. <laughs> Hope that's not going to be on no. film. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about Vegas uh, a yeah. little bit. Give us the insider, man. What oh, everybody insider. everybody knows the casinos and all uh-huh. that, but yep. stuff, but uh, Paul and I are looking for some good food to eat. Right. So where are we going? Okay. Here's the thing. Nobody knows about downtown Vegas. Okay. So everyone thinks of downtown. Even if I say downtown, they'll think the Strip. That's not the Strip. Downtown is Fremont Street. So that's okay. classic vintage okay. Vegas. Right. And so we're downtown currently at the office right now, and I live literally, literally across the street. And downtown Fremont Street, there's Container Park where they have a barbecue place. They mm-hmm. have a bunch of little in-containers, shipping containers. Okay. They're literally shipping containers. They have different restaurants and bars and all that sort of thing. That is a great place. Okay. Um, there's Triple George, which is also on Fremont Street, another restaurant that's that's great. Uh, but if you're really looking for buffets, the strip, you can't, you can't beat that. You can't beat though. the strip, I yeah. mean, one yeah. of my favorites is Bellagio's. They have a great buffet there, but I've been to my fair share of Vegas Strip buffets, mm-hmm. and um, they're all good. Okay. They're just a matter of price point and when you're going, if you want that dinner menu, sure. you want that lunch menu. Right. But there's a lot, of, a lot of different options. But I'd say in terms of a hidden gem, it's that Fremont Street. It's crazy. There's a whole um, 
roof over top of Fremont Street. Okay. Which is electric. It's like it's, it's actual screen. Like it literally has like a, a TV screen essentially, but it's one big thing over the top. And also, there's also a zip line. That's yeah, I was gonna say, that's the zip, zip line. line. Is there the a weight street. limit on the zip line? I'm that's sure what I want. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> verify <laughs> the weight limit on this on the zip line. <laughs> there's gotta be. <laughs> never. I've never actually done it to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Okay. okay. Uh, but I've seen many people uh, go on that and just scream their face off and be terrified. There actually is though. We mentioned the figures of the Walking Dead. There's a new like Fear the Walking Dead experience okay. down there. Okay. I think okay. it's just just opening up soon, and that will be very interesting. It's sure. Some, like escape type of thing, and that's a new. A I new went thing to one there. of those at Universal Studios, oh, and yeah, yeah. It you know what? what do you think? It was boring. 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 But this is Vegas. Yeah, this is Vegas. I mean, Universal Studios is Universal Studios. It's still right, top right. of the line, so it's right. to say. But Vegas is, we'll see. I, I'm not scared easily. Mm. I want to go see it tonight. And oh, yeah. Paul's out, so I'm going to have to go see it by myself <laughs> if I go. <laughs> I might not be completely out. I might are, be out are, of money, are you afraid? But I'm not, no. I, the first one kind of freaked me out a little okay. bit. But, okay. You know, yeah. So, so but. Freaky you know, stuff. No, I agree. It is freaky stuff. The, sure. the, the, the Universal Experience, uh, Universal Studios Experience, yeah. it was eh. You know, eh. so. Okay. Uh, like a C plus, maybe. yeah, like you know, a solid D, D, you know, a oh, solid wow. D. Okay, below Beca- average. So, but this is Vegas, and I will give it. You know, they probably don't have the same restrictions as they have inside of a family oriented uh, setting. So. Yeah, this is a little less family oriented. Yeah, Vegas, a, little, a whole say. lot less. There's probably just strippers down there, as zombies. Good, well. clean family fun. <laughs> there ain't cotton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Oh my awesome. All right, we're gonna wrap this up because uh, Paul and I we uh, we gotta go get some lunch, and I, yeah. I, I, the the hunger is coming over Justin. I can see that it, it's oh it's looking You're at him. Get hangry. <laughs> I'm fading quick here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, again, man, thanks for coming out, uh, allowing us to come out here and uh, and be with you. We we had a day to kill, and you guys have filled up that day uh, very righteously. So uh, before we get out of here, let all of our listeners know where they can follow you on social media and go make make some orders for some of these awesome figures. Yeah, everything is ClarkToys.com. So C L A R K Toys on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and yeah, that's the spot to find us. Okay, cool. Sweet. Thank Sweet. you guys very much. All right, no thank problem, you. Man. Hey, thank Paul, you, uh, you want to go find a buffet? That, that's a <laughs> dumb question. All right, All right guys. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening this week. We will be back tomorrow from the Golden Silver Pawn Shop right across the street right here at Clark Tours uh, with Steve Grad. Hopefully, Chumley, if we can pull him away from the candy and uh, <laughs> and maybe, maybe a few other surprises. So until then, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. <laughs>